if your 12-year-old daughter says she's a boy, should you put her on testosterone? Well, that's a tricky question. But what if you know that if you give your 12-year-old daughter who thinks she's a boy magic mushrooms, she'll change her mind and say, ah, I was a girl the whole time. Well, that's another tricky question. So, coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. Katie Herzog is on the Coleman Hughes Podcast, so a couple of my absolute faves. And Katie is talking about, like, what do you do if you're a liberal parent and your kid is telling you they think they're the other gender? And so basically, this is like, you know, what do you, if you do, what do you do if you believe the kid? And I've talked about, you know, now we got, I think, just about half of high school girls in America now think they're not a normal straight girl, which to me says this is obviously a social contagion, a fad. It's just something cool in the internet it makes you do weird stuff. And I've been thinking, you know, maybe throughout history, girls have wanted to be boys. Like, they just, they would, they're like, damn, I wish I would have been a boy instead. I mean, it makes me think of, like, you know, Muslim countries. Like, Saudi Arabia, you couldn't, women, girls couldn't leave the house without a male escort. They couldn't drive. They couldn't get jobs. I mean, whatever. I would definitely wish I was a boy in that situation. And, you know, maybe a boy is being mean to you in grade school or something. I'm sure the... Girl's like, man, I wish I was a boy and I could kick his ass. But so, Katie's talking about, what is it, gender dysphoria. So that's like the clinical um, diagnosis that you can get where it's, I don't know, your brain doesn't match your body or whatever. And then nowadays there's a much more loose, loosely, uh, oh, gender identity. There we go. So, you know, a psychiatrist might diagnose a kid with gender dysphoria and then uh, I don't know how real that is, but that's considered like a real mental illness. And it ain't no joke, and you ain't just making it up because it's popular on TikTok. And then we got this thing called gender identity, which, I don't know, we didn't have that long ago. Most cultures never had it. Uh, we're like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Well, the way Katie describes it is like, people are like, oh, my gender identity ain't right. And they'll be like, well, why is that? You know, describe, describe the feelings and the problems that you're having like well some some days I want to dress masculine and some days I want to act feminine but I'll just ramble here and uh, they're also mentioning like I don't remember I, I don't know what these tests are called but they, they, they can hook up um, electronic devices to your genitals and I think they measure your blood flow to like see what turns you on if you know what I mean but it works for women too and then I think they show you naked pictures of people or whatever and it's like for guys you know i think for gay guys uh they show attraction when you show them pictures of naked men and for straight guys they showed you know whatever they like women pictures of naked women but then when you start doing and you know maybe it's not just pictures porn who knows you can you can imagine you can imagine all the things you could show someone while you got them hooked up to some electrodes but then when you hook the electrodes up to women, all of a sudden, uh, all sorts of stuff is turning them on, you know? Doesn't, you know, it's not just Brad Pitt. Maybe like, here's a picture of Brad Pitt, and they're like, wow, that's sexy. And then, oh, here's a picture of Angelina Jolie, and they're like, you know what, that's kind of hot too. I guess, you know what, I'm just going to come out and say it. I don't think I've said it quite so clearly before, but so, boys are either gay or straight, and they're born that way. Women are all bi. Boy, I'm glad I said that. I'm glad I got that off my chest. It's it's not really that complicated. There you go. Is that one one or two sentences you can explain the whole thing? 
And then Katie's a pretty hardcore lesbian, and uh, she's married to a woman, and she's talking about her woman. It's interesting. And her woman comes from a born-again family in, I don't know, some bumfuck state. And she's saying that her wife, like, you know, she's married to this woman. She knows this woman well. She's like, if that, if that, if that lady had stayed in, in the BFE, I don't know what it was, Alaska, Alabama, whatever, like, she just would have stayed there, she would have gotten married, she would have raised a family, and she never even would have considered the possibility that she could be a lesbian who wants to marry a woman. Just it wouldn't even have occurred to her. But she left her hometown and her born-again family and moved to the big city, probably for college or something, and was like, hey, you know what, I, I like chasing the muff around too. You might hear a tractor in the background. That's a, they're trimming the grapes at the vineyard next door. Hopefully that comes through. I feel, I feel like it makes me more a manly, I feel like a manly podcaster when I allow the sound of a tractor in the background to just be in there and I don't give a damn. All right, so like I say, Katie's talking about, you know, what do you, if you do, what do you do if you're a liberal parent, you love your child to death, you know, American culture has told you that don't be a racist and, you know, don't stand in their way of switching their uh, genders and, you know, maybe, you know, what about, or basically, let them do whatever they want, I think Katie would say, but what about giving them pills and cutting off body parts and stuff? Actually, I think this is just giving them pills. I was not being charitable when I said cut off body parts. I think that's more for adults. Although you might grow some body parts from taking pills. So, yeah, Katie was saying, you know, you might have someone, you might have a kid who from the age of three was telling you that they're in the wrong body, or you might have a 13-year-old who's going through puberty and is like, I don't think I like the way my uh, body is changing. But she says in either case, she would not, she, she doesn't think that a, a good parent who's trying to do the absolute best for their uh, kids should put them on, you know, hormone blockers or hormone replacement therapy. And so for girls, girls who want to be boys, um, they give them hormone blockers. You know, you don't start growing breasts, I guess, and whatnot. And the famous drug for that is called Lupron, I believe, L-U-P-R-O-N. And I believe this is like a real drug. It's been around for a long time. It's not like something just woke people invented, you know, but it, but it can be used to block puberty. I guess, like, one of the, one of the reasons it was used before all this wokeness hit was for precocious puberty. I don't know, and I think if a, I think if a boy gets, I don't, I don't even think a boy can get pre- precocious puberty, but if he does, you're probably like, yeah, good job, son. But for girls, like you know, precocious puberty, I don't know what the definition is. You know, maybe it's like you're you go through puberty when you're like seven years old, and there's just a variety of things that are bad about that. Anyways, and so Lupron, sometimes they'll give that to girls who are going through puberty, like when they're way too young. And so here's why Katie says you shouldn't do that. Okay, yeah, first off, I guess woke people will lie and say that um, puberty b- blockers are reversible. They're totally reversible. You change your mind, it's fine. Uh, the answer to that is false. And so Lupron, I guess she says, look up Lupron side effects. You know, you can see this, this ain't even trans people. They're just uh, people taking it for non-trans reasons. Um, it messes up your bones. Like, you know, if you'd be 20 years old and have osteo porosis and stuff like that i guess anyway i pretty much that covers why you shouldn't let your girls uh do hormone blockers and then actually i'm not sure is that uh, yeah hormone blocker i think it's hormone replacement therapy for girls in any case 
I guess you got to block it and then you get you got to block one and re and replace it with another. And then with boys, you want to I think block it. But so she talks about why it's not good for boys to be taking whatever it is that stops their puberty. And basically, if you start it early, you know, if you start it early before you're a man, before well, before you've gone through male puberty, um you end up with what is called a micro penis. And I've talked about this. If you know, if you if you start if you start if you get rid of the testosterone young enough on boys, um, they will never have an orgasm for the rest of their life. Which is you know, it's a weird thing to ask a I don't know what an eight year old or a ten year old or you know, hey ten year old, what do you think about orgasms? They're like I don't know, I never had one. Well, you're never gonna have one if you do this. Oh, I don't care. I would I wouldn't have liked it if I had. But anyways, here's the gross thing that made me want to do this whole little podcast segment is because uh, I wanted to say this. But, well, first off, I wanted to say the word micropenis. I'll tell you what I'm not going to do is look up, is do a Google image search for that. But in any case, if, if, you, if, that, if that's what's going on with you, um, and you're like, I'm going to be a woman, it's going to be amazing, and you want to do bottom surgery, you know, where you, uh, whatever, where they... What does she call it? A neo-vagina. Where you convert your penis into a neo-vagina. Well, you need a certain amount of penis flesh, apparently, to make a neo-vagina. And if you have a micro-penis, there's not enough meat down there to make it. So, whatever, you're screwed. And then Coleman, he's talking, he, he makes a good point. Uh, I've talked about it before. I, I, I almost think these people are, like, listening to me. I guess I listen to them. I don't know. We all say the same stuff. But there's kind of a messed up teeter-totter um, situation with giving your kids drugs because they want to be the other gender. And that's that if you want to look like the other gender, like when you grow up and go about your daily life, you know, go to your job at Safeway, cashier, whatever, the earlier you start your transition, the more likely you are to actually look like the gender you want to be. But that's, so that's one side of the teeter-totter. The other side of the teeter-totter is that the earlier you do this stuff, the more likely it's just, oh, your 12-year-old was going through a phase, and in fact, whatever. They completely changed their mind later, and now it's hard because they've been on drugs. So it makes it tricky for the parents. It's like, it's rolling the dice. It's rolling the dice. Yeah, hopefully you got the kid who's never going to change their mind. You can do that, you know, oh, shit. You got the kid who changed their mind or or vice versa. And so that's kind of how things have changed now that everyone's gotten woke. Um, you know, America parents have gone from, hell no, I ain't going to put my kids on no drugs to, uh, oh, my God. Yeah, I always put my kids on these drugs. And Katie brings up, there's a famous mildly famous saying that's like I'd rather have a a live daughter than a dead son and so you know it's, it's a little bit of blackmail there against the parents like if you don't give in to giving them the drugs they're gonna kill themselves you want them to be dead and of course parents of course they don't want their kid to be dead but anyways Katie mentions there is no um, scientific support for that and unfortunately I don't think there's any scientific support that shows that it ain't true, basically. Whatever. That's just a that's just something that people say might be true. There's no reason to think it is true. I mean, it might be false, but unfortunately, you don't have proof of that either. And Katie drops a little knowledge that uh, I was unaware of, but um, like, say you want to pass as the other gender, 
It's easier for women to pass as men than for men to pass as women. And I never thought about it, but as I kind of think back to whatever, the various trans people I've seen on YouTube or whatever, I think that is right. Like the girls will end up looking like kind of, I don't know, elf, they kind of look like elves. They kind of look like, uh, the girls kind of look like skinny and young boys. Like, you know, they look younger than they are and skinnier than they are. Whereas the guy to girl ones, you know, they're looking burly. I don't know. It's better to be a skinny boyish boy than a big burly woman, I guess. Eh, maybe that's just society's fault. And she also mentions there's this, I think they're an actress, yeah, named Jazz Jennings. That's a female to male? Sorry, male to female. And she had her own TV show, I think called I Am Jazz, maybe on, eh, on some cable channel that I don't have. But... Apparently, she had some of this micropenis to vagina problems, and then she's gone through like many, you know, well, four, I guess mentioned four, four surgeries trying to get that job done because each time it doesn't work. And Coleman mentions uh, Reddit. I guess they have a subreddit called DTrans. It's all about people who change their minds. And he says a common theme on there is someone who thought they were the other gender, and then they took mushrooms and realized... Whatever, they weren't, you know. They had some other they had some other issues in their life and they were kinda replacing it with thinking that they're a different gender when actually that wasn't it. So there you go, parents. You might uh instead of the blocker drugs, you might give the mushroom drug. Alright, finally some stats. Uh so before all this new woke stuff happened and people call you a racist if you don't support your kid transitioning, they did studies. And 60 to 90% of people who thought they were a different gender uh, changed their minds and were like, nope, I am the gender that I am. And, and then a lot of them turned out to be gay or lesbian. I mean, basically, we are going to have a giant tsunami wave of kids who took drugs and did this and that and whatnot. You know, about 5, 10 years from now, they're all going to be starting their own YouTube channels going, holy crap, my parents cut off my blah blah chemically chemical castrated me and i'm not happy about it or at least that's my prediction we'll see don't whatever yes if you're betting if you're a betting man i would i would take my prediction i don't know who you get to bet against you on a 10-year bet but and apparently katie has talked to a number of people who changed their minds and detransitioned and the pattern that she noticed was these people got into exercising like, they, you know, they learn to be comfortable in their bodies by using their body for something useful like exercise. And apparently, you know, exercise is good for depression or probably, you know, it's good. For, whatever. Exercise is good for pretty much anything. So that's interesting. So there you go, parents. Mushrooms and exercise. Try that out. What about teachers? Let's throw in a clip of Coleman here. I wonder if there are ways to do it, though, you know. I really, more and more, I think if if you try to use a law to outlaw the teaching of bad ideas, it may not be possible to write the language yeah. in a way that can't be abused. So it's so tough to know what to do because I actually agree with, mm -hmm. I think I agree with the mainstream conservative take about what the problem is. It's like, I follow libs of TikTok, okay? And <laughs> if you go on libs of TikTok, you will find teacher after teacher after yeah. teacher that just came out of 
you know, Columbia Teachers College and claims to be some sort of expert about gender identity and is going to teach your child in a way to leverage all of the child psychology that wants to please the teacher, right? Like children, they want to be the teacher's favorite, right? And will use all of that psychology to elicit the answers, right? basically the far left progressive take on gender, that your gender, you have this soul essentially, and only you know it, and Mm -hmm. will essentially reward the children with the teacher's praise, those children who say that they're not the gender that they were assigned at birth. And from the little I remember of being a kid, I remember how strong the temptation was to be the teacher's favorite, right? And then that puts you on a track, contribute to putting Mm -hmm. you on a track towards puberty blockers or or some kind of intervention you may not really need. So I think that's a problem. I mean, I think that is a big problem. Why should the teacher whose salary I'm paying for, who has a captive audience of our children, be able to indoctrinate them on something that's totally unscientific, right? It's, It's not like I'm saying don't teach evolution in schools, right? That's just science. It's like you're saying don't teach astrology. Yeah, it's like saying don't teach astrology or don't teach your religion. I'm like, I don't want them lecturing. Uh, You know, if a teacher got up there and said, here's what happens after death, you burn in hell and here's the way not to get there, that would piss me off because that's, I should have the right to indoctrinate my kids or not. And I certainly don't want my tax money going to people that are not experts on the issue. Uh, You know, an issue where expertise isn't really even defined yet. Twitter handle at Anti Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.